Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday the 5th of May. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Tom Clayton. Johnny Depp's ex-wife takes to the stand in their high-profile libel trial. I don't know how many times he hit me in the face. And Ukrainian fighters facing bloody battles as Russia's humanitarian corridors criticised. It has not been, by any means, a, a safe option for uh, civilians who are under threat. The Times Daily World Briefing. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp were one of the most famous celebrity couples in the world after appearances in a string of blockbuster films that made them rich beyond dreams. But now they spend their time describing the most intimate details of their broken relationship in court. This has been one of this is the most painful and difficult thing I've ever gone through, for sure. That's Amber Heard, who is being sued by Johnny Depp for $50 million after she described herself as a survivor of domestic abuse in a column she wrote in the Washington Post. It didn't name Depp as her alleged abuser, but it heavily implied it, causing him to bring a libel case against her for damaging his reputation. The Pirates of the Caribbean actor testified first, denying all the allegations in court and instead saying Heard had a need for conflict and violence. What have you lost as a result of Miss Heard making these allegations against you? Nothing less than everything. Now in week four, it's the turn of his ex-wife. He grabbed me by the arm um, and he kind of just held me on the floor, screaming at me. Um... I don't know how many times he hit me in the face. Heard gave a tearful testimony as she told the jury about when she claims Depp hit her for the first time after she laughed at his tattoo. I just sat there thinking, how much time do I have to figure out what I need to do? Because, God, did he just hit me? No, I didn't want to leave him. I didn't want this to be the reality. I didn't want to have the man I was in love with. I know you don't come back from that. You know, I'm not dumb. I, I know you can't hit a woman. I, you can't hit a man. You can't hit anyone. You can't just hit somebody because they... I knew there was no... I knew it was wrong, and I knew that I had to leave him. And that's what broke my heart, because I didn't want to leave him. The couple met on the set of their 2011 movie, The Rum Diary, in Puerto Rico. They then reconnected on a press tour for the film years later, where Ms. Heard says they fell in love. 
She then described how things went from being magical to violent as the situation deteriorated, telling the Virginia jury that Depp physically abused her multiple times. Deborah J. Bloom is a New York-based criminal and family lawyer and told Times Radio what she made of Amber Heard's testimony. I think that she's an actress and she's, of course, going to testify well as she's trained to do. I do think the most, to me, important part of her testimony was highlighting the fact that his drug abuse led to a lot of his abuse and that he was a different person on different drugs or if he abused alcohol or different stimulant or so I think that was pretty important for her to say and she did a good job conveying that but overall I think that her testimony contradicts the testimony of their couples counselor I think that there are a lot of witnesses that said that Amber Heard is abusive Heard has countersued her ex-husband for $100 million, saying Depp smeared her by calling her a liar. To Ukraine, where a further 344 people have escaped the besieged port city of Mariupol. Around 500 people have managed to get out of the Azov-style steelworks in recent days, owing to efforts by the International Committee of the Red Cross and Ukrainian officials. The facility has been the scene of fighting and blockades for weeks now, though Ukrainian officials remain optimistic that more people can and will be rescued from the city. Nadezhda Beryukova is a Mariupol resident who left the city and has now arrived in Zaporizhia. We left from Mariupol to Manush. There was so much shelling that it was destroying everything. Everything was flying over my house and my building was burned down completely. She's just one of millions of people who's been forced to leave their homes since the war began. Sirens continue to ring out around the country as the threat of airstrikes is felt in western parts of the country as well. It's as Russia attempts to cut the supply line of western weapons being sent to Ukraine. The country's Deputy Prime Minister, Irina Vereshchuk, says there is more work to be done. We are talking about hundreds of people still in Avostal. It's important to understand that they're injured soldiers, women and children. There are doctors providing help who also want to be evacuated. There are border guards and a lot of people who must be evacuated. Besides that, children are also still there. We have to do everything we can to rescue people from Azovstal. Well, Russia's military has insisted that it's opening humanitarian corridors to allow all civilians an escape passage from Mariupol. Ben Brewer the president of the Global Situation Room, remains sceptical. It has not been, by any means, a, a safe option for uh, civilians who are under threat. And, and there have been so many, not only in Mariupol, but in other parts of Ukraine that have not been able to escape and, and have been injured or even killed as a result of being in the crossfire. Russia's military presence isn't just being felt in Ukraine. Further north, a Russian army helicopter violated Finland's airspace on Wednesday as the country considers its bid to join NATO. It's the second time this year Moscow has violated Finnish airspace following a previous entrance on the 8th of April. Heidi Hutala is the vice president of the European Parliament and Finnish MEP for the Green Party. She told Times Radio that before the war in Ukraine, opinion in Finland was divided on NATO membership, but now Russia's actions appear to have fast-tracked the country's interest. Some NATO countries, including the UK, say they would defend Finland and Sweden should they be attacked before NATO acceptance. 
On the way, the latest on an unbelievable night in the Champions League and another American comedian is attacked on stage. The Times Daily World Briefing. Colombia's most wanted man, the leader of the country's biggest drug cartel, has been extradited to the United States. Drug trafficker Dairo Antonio Usaga David, also known as Otoniel, was wanted on drug trafficking charges. Colombian authorities, who were searching for him for seven years before his capture last October, say he trafficked between 180 and 200 tonnes of cocaine a year. They had offered an $800,000 reward for information about his whereabouts, while the US had placed a $5 million bounty on his head. The country's Supreme Court approved the extradition last month, comparing Atoniel to the notorious Pablo Escobar. Now picture this. It's 2030. In Tokyo, smart traffic systems have frozen, creating hours of traffic around the multi-city. In Germany, rail services have come to a halt, causing delays across the country. Around the world, cities experience disruption, and it's all caused by technology embedded into infrastructure. The cities have been hacked. But by whom? Now, we're a little far away from this, granted, but the scenario outlines the concerns Valentin Weber has with smart cities. He explains first what one is. Everything from sensors that um, monitor air pollution to um, sensors that or devices that uh, look at uh, the water supply system and look if there is um, some uh, leaks occurring. Um, also facial recognition that um, police uses in order to um, increase the, the amount of people and uh, things that they can um, me- measure and, and monitor. So it's really um, not that far off into the future. I think in 2030, things will be much more complex. Many more things will be connected, but Mm. we are already seeing smart cities emerging. In a What If article for the Times of London, he envisions the state of play in technology in 2030 and explains that creating cities like this pose two main security risks. One risk is that nation states spy on each other, right, in, on smart cities um, and use um, the many connected devices that are used to um, gather information. And the second one is uh, government surveillance of their own citizens. So if we talk about the first one, these smart devices, they are very vulnerable. They are, you know, you can imagine that they're quite small, a sensor or a CCTV camera or a smart thermostat. They're really small and they don't have a lot of um, processing power and uh, very little memory space to have um, proper um, secure software, automatic updates, which make your phone and computer um, Mm. today a secure device. So that's really worrying. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. For the latest on that all-important European soccer tournament, here's Kane Reeves. The Champions League final lineup is complete, with Spanish champions Real Madrid producing a remarkable comeback against English Premier League leaders Manchester City to book their place in Paris. Benzema volleys it back across the base of goal, and there's one back. Carver House ball in here. No, oh, it's no. in again. Those two goals in the 90th and 91st minute from Rodrigo gave Madrid a 2-1 lead on the night and sent the match to extra time before Karim Benzema's penalty secured a 3-1 win for the 12-time champions, sending them into the final 6-5 on aggregate. It's the sixth season Pep Guardiola has failed to lead the English Premier League champions to European success. Real Madrid will meet Liverpool in the final on the 28th of May, their 17th European Cup final appearance. The last one they lost was in 1981. 
one against Liverpool in Paris. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. The American comedian Dave Chappelle has always cut a controversial figure, joking about topics that are being considered by some as too taboo for a live audience. But during Chappelle's set at the Netflix Is A Joke Festival, one audience member took matters into his own hands, storming the stage and attacking the comedian. The 23-year-old suspect was arrested on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon, which the LAPD say was a replica gun containing a knife. Chappelle was unharmed, but the suspect was taken to hospital for medical treatment after the scuffle at the Hollywood Bowl. After the scene, Chris Rock, who was also appearing at the festival, came out from backstage and asked if that was Will Smith. And finally, a Jordanian mathematics teacher has taken the classroom by storm, delivering short lessons in an unconventional and pretty funny way. You're hearing Ahmad Khalil use TikTok to get students to fall in love with the subject, and it's working. One student said they used to play soccer or watch a TV series with their friends for entertainment. Now they choose to solve mathematics questions posted by their teacher on the social media platform. Khalil divides an hour-long lesson into several 30-second videos, each carrying a main idea and some flavour to make them interesting. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday the 5th of May. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.